with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's the post show, pre show podcast. Uh, my name is Chris Sheets along with uh, Matt DeBurs. Uh, thank you for uh, tuning in. We appreciate that. We got a lot of fun, uh, fun stuff on the Monday show. Uh, Monday shows are challenging because you come off the weekend and everybody's kind of got the cobweb head going on, especially guys that have been away for quite a while like me. But uh, I think we shook our way through it, Matt. Yeah, we did. And uh, thanks to Kelsey Campbell for stepping in while Jack was away. We had a good time. Talked about lots of different things like uh, giant babies. Yeah, yeah. My uh, cousin had a giant baby over the weekend. Uh, 10 pounds, 6 ounces. Everybody wants to know if it's a cesarean or not. I have not had that confirmed yet. But uh, you can have a 10-pound baby naturally. I think my mom had me naturally. I mean, You're a big baby too. Yeah, she still kind of looks at me sideways like she blames me somehow for it. But anyway. I guess as long I found this out in prenatal classes. Yeah. As long as the baby can fit in the birth canal. There's like the two bone spurs in your hips. Yeah. As long as the head can pass through those, good to go. Okay. Yeah, it's easy for you to say. <laughs> some other things it's got to pass through, Matt. I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, how involved in the labor process were you? Like lots of back rubs, massages, that kind of thing? Oh, man. I, you know what? My back got sore right away from standing, so I kind of... Uh, yeah, ask Karen for a quick rub down. I will never forget. This may be too much information, but I'll never forget the first time I looked uh, down in the lower hemisphere when things were happening. And uh, my brain could not even compute what was going on. It really couldn't, and so I don't recommend it. I'd say stay up high until the baby comes out. Is it like someone taking a sledgehammer to your favorite playground? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that, but it's just not something that I I would recommend. I'm just saying. (laughs) Well, like, and we watch all these videos. It's hard to avoid because, like, I mean, they put her in the birthing position. Yeah. And I mean, everything's just right there. Try to avoid it. I'm just saying. Okay, I'm just thanks. saying, for the record. Hey, you know what? We also talked about an engagement. A very special engagement happened uh, at the football game. I was uh, uh, honored to be a part of it with the Kiss Cam, and we talked to the couple about it. You're going to hear that uh, on this uh, this podcast as well. And we're also going to talk about annoying drivers and things that annoy you about people that, uh, that drive with you. For example, my family's not a fan of my addiction to ice chewing. Whether I'm a low on iron or I just am addicted to it, I just love Love to chew on ice as I drive. Yeah, and you, there's a can't miss Honda Lyle pee jug story. Yeah, okay, it's coming up. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The haze is sticking around in our city due to the raging BC wildfires, but the sun will peak through today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. Mainly sunny today with a high of 22 degrees. Right now in Edmonton, it's 9 degrees. Good morning, I'm Kelsey Campbell. Edmonton police are concerned at yet another shooting in a quiet neighborhood. Police were called out to reports of gunshots and found a man dead in a vehicle in a parking lot at around 11 o'clock last night near 167th Ave and 51st Street. This just one night after police were called to a collision in the Northeast that involved a stolen vehicle. Just after 10 p.m. on Saturday, police approached the stolen vehicle and one of the officers had to shoot and kill the driver. The Edmonton International Fringe Festival is searching for more young volunteers. Kids Fringe, the child-friendly area, is in need of about 75 volunteers, 14 and older, to help run the new space. Fringosaurus runs until this Sunday. And organizers of the Edmonton Marathon were completely relieved after an ugly, smoky Saturday that the air quality improved enough for the marathon, the half, and the 10K to all go ahead. There were more than 5,000 racers. And the Eskimos took down the Alouettes 40-24 to on Saturday. They're in Hamilton facing the Tiger Cats on Thursday. 
All right, awesome. Speaking of that, you're not going to believe what happened in Regina last night uh, during the football game. How big of fans uh, did the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have? I think we probably all know that. I mean, reluctantly, we have to Some admit they're pretty there. big fans. Uh, great story about what happened last night during the game in Regina. We'll get to that in moments. Right now, it's Luke Bryan. This is Kissin' Country. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Here's the Washboard Union. It's Shot of Glory. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, Jack away the next uh, couple of days, so Kelsey's in. Uh, yes, my name is Chris Sheets. I have not been here much uh, this summer, but uh, now things get serious straight through till December, God willing. He's locking it in. Uh, locking it in and just, uh, yeah, it's great to be back. It really is. Truly the best part about uh, being away is just catching up on that sleep that you kind of don't normally get when we do this kind of shift. I think you know what I'm talking about. Everybody that's listening this time of the morning probably understands, I'm guessing. Yeah, I just think you are luckier than most that yeah. you can you can switch that off that yeah. early wake up time. Yeah, because yeah. some people have that internal alarm yeah. clock and they're yeah. like, doesn't matter when I'm on vacation or not. It I'm, I'm up at yeah. three in the morning. You're right. Like Bruce Bowie who used to uh, do a great job on this radio station, who now works on six thirty. Chad, I think that uh, no matter what happens, he gets up at four in the morning. Or Bob Layton, they get up at four in the morning, no matter when they you know, whether they're on holidays, whether it's the weekend, whether it's whatever. Uh, when I uh, usually on a Saturday morning, I'll sleep until like noon. And I'm like, that's not a good sign, I don't think. But you stay up that Friday night till about oh, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, Bruce and Bob, I think they follow a pretty regimented bedtime. That's guessing, for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, they... Yeah, exactly. It gets dark. They're sleeping, which is probably a lot healthier for them, I'm guessing. Uh, anyway, uh, football game yesterday. Uh, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders beat the Calgary Stampeders. Normally, uh, in this room anyway, we're not big Rider fans, but uh, we need uh, the Calgary Stampeders to lose some games so we can finish first and hopefully host that uh, Western final. So it was good to see them lose. And how big a deal is football in Saskatchewan? I mean, we all kind of joke and tease and stuff like that, but it's a monster deal there. And a perfect example last night, apparently, uh, during the fourth quarter of the game, People were ordering uh, Skip the Dishes, which if you're not familiar with, basically they'll deliver your favorite food from your favorite restaurant to your door for a small price. You just right? do it off your phone or whatever, your I, tablet. I, I've never done Skip the Dishes. I mean, we live out of town, but you've done it and uh, it works, right? Oh, it's fantastic. You don't have to get out of your pajamas yeah. all day. It's like you want McDonald's french fries, bang, you can get them, right? You do Uber Eats, Uber, which is the same kind of idea. Same idea, it, all right. you know, food delivery. Anyway, how big a deal was it? Apparently people were watching the game and so they're all getting the munchies and they all want their food, so they're all ordering Skip the Dishes, and apparently 77% of the drivers that work for Skip the Dishes were like, not till after the game, we're all watching the game. So everything stops in, in Regina, kind of like a Green Bay. Uh, you've seen the, the pictures of their, t- it's not a big city anyway, but when there's a football game on, oh, yeah. there's like nobody on the street, right? Same kind of idea. Let me tell you, I would be absolutely livid. Yeah. I want my chicken wings <laughs> right now. I don't care if the riders are playing, yeah. I better get my chicken wings, that's why I have Skip the dishes on my phone. Yeah. I want it immediately. Yeah. I don't want to wait. But those drivers are just like you. They're fans. But you're right. Yeah. They're working. Well, I'm sure it's on the radio. Yeah. Listen to the game on the radio. Just take the watermelon <laughs> off your head. It'll tide you over to the you game's don't over. Even. I don't care. Come <laughs> to the door with the watermelon on your head. Whatever. Just I demand my food at a particular time. All right. The cute thing was, Kelsey says, the only problem that's uh, the awkward thing about Skip the Dishes is you don't want to see the person delivering it. And I'm like, what? Well, you don't want to see them? She, you're like, no, I don't want them to see me, right? Exactly. There's a reason why I'm ordering in. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they would just like leave it on the doorstep and I could e-transfer them the money. All right. <laughs> One of my favorite stories, Sean, who works in our promotions department here uh-huh. at, uh, at Kissin, he, like his wife was away with his two kids. So it was just him. He's like, okay, I'm not going to leave the house for like three days. Right. So on separate occasions, he had the same delivery guy <laughs> from Skip the Dishes yeah. meet the same delivery guy 
they have a app for delivering beer. Yeah. Met them at the door at the same time. So like the guys saw each other. Like two delivery door. guys saw oh, each yeah. other. And they're like, is that guy okay in there? <laughs> he just ordered 12 packs and don't airs. <laughs> they're like, well, see you in six, six hours. We'll be back. Uh, I, thank you for the text. So we had a, a, a lot of fun. I haven't had a chance to talk about Big Valley because I haven't been back on the air since it happened. Got a text from a, 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 a husband apologizing for his wife because on the Saturday night at Big Valley, we were leaving the beer gardens, just minding our own business, leaving the beer gardens. And all of a sudden, this lady came from behind and she grabbed my cowboy hat off my head and she just started running with it. And it, it all happened so fast. I'm like, okay, my cowboy hat. Like Usain Bolt just scooped it up and took off. I'm like, my cowboy hat's gone. I am not getting this thing back. And then she turned around for some reason because she was with a big group of people we found out. And uh, anyway, she uh, the bottom line was that uh, she turned around, she uh, she actually recognized me and then she kind of gave me back my hat and her husband, he really apologized for it at the time and he's apologizing again on text messages this morning. It was fun. It was fine. I, I can't believe that like there's something <laughs> sacred about a cowboy hat that you were just going to let it run away. Well, I would attack. Tackled her. She would have been down. I would have had that hat back on my head. If you're going to steal a hat, steal Chris's hat. Yeah. Because he's the most forgiving guy on the face of the planet. Well, well there goes my hat. <laughs> <laughs> Me and that hat had a good run. We did have a good run. I, I had written it off completely. And she was adorable. She just, she'd had too many wobbly pops. I get it. She just wanted a cowboy hat. You I mean, know, it happens. It's yeah. Big Valley. Yeah. And besides, I had broken ribs. I'd never be able to catch her. You still would have <laughs> tried, though. <laughs> she was, she got caught up in the pierogi hut lineup, I think, and she could get out and then she had to that's why back. she gave in exactly oh, yeah. anyway it's all good her husband apparently he's been waiting two weeks to apologize it's all good and yeah the concussion it's gone away i can remember my name again we're fine you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast uh so I, i'm addicted and i've told you this dollar drink days or whatever at mcdonald's it's like a great deal you get a big giant pop for just a buck but when you're traveling a long distance like we were uh, and i love driving and i love just driving and driving and driving so we left on uh uh, on about eight o'clock at night and we drove straight through all night to get to Chilliwack to go sturgeon fishing. And, uh, so I drop any McDonald's we could stop at. I stopped and got a dollar drink, a dollar diet Coke. I'm impressed with your, um, willpower. Mm. And you don't get anything else, just the pop. Ah, uh, well, that's a good point. Yeah, some, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kahim. A couple of, they got uh, the, the ice, soft ice cream's a buck too. So, oh, you know, it's not ice bad. cream Although and a pop. Although I'm not a big fan of, because of, everybody else was like, when we were on this trip, they're like, ah, oh, get a soft ice cream and a pop. I'm like, I don't like that. They said, that's a float. I've never been a fan of the float. Have you guys liked the float? Love pop? the float. You guys <laughs> like the float? There's nothing better on a hot day. A like root beer float? Top yeah. notch. No, I said I like root beer and I like ice cream, but not together. But anyway, so I'd have these uh, giant pops and they, they don't, let's face it, they put a whole bunch of ice in there. So it's not like there's a whole bunch of pop in there, but probably way too much than I should have. But it's, I, I suck the pop back as fast as possible because I can't wait to get to the ice and chew it. And I so you're ch- sitting there, crunch, 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 crunch on the ice. And I, it, Karen says there's something about the cavity in my mouth because like I'll, <laughs> I'll have lettuce and it'll sound like I'm eating corn nuts. Like she says there's there something. There are just about- actual loud mouths. And I've got a loud mouth. Yes. It's like, I'll take a, like a crunch of something that's soft and everybody in the room will look at me like, what are you eating gravel right now? Right. I'm that guy. So then when you make it ice, it's way, way worse. And I, I should Google it because there is something about a, like an iron deficiency. If you crave ice, I crave Pica? ice. Is well, it then cool? Start eating some broccoli and Cheerios and chill out on the cr- ice while you're driving. I don't know about eating broccoli on a road Who trip. brings out a would be- bag of broccoli <laughs> on a road trip? That's it's a, full of iron, guys. That's a real bad idea. But anyway, so I, I didn't 
didn't realize it because my friend Dave that was with, he never complained at all. You and guys t- know each other for a long yeah, time. Yeah, he never complained at all on the trip. I, I, just, I was driving. He was happy. It was all good. But then once he got with the girls, we met the girls, then the girls flew out and we met them. Then they all started to come down on me about my ice chewing. And then Dave like piled in too. And it was like- Ice intervention. He never said anything prior to that, but he's like, yeah. And I, I mean, A, way too much Diet Coke, not good for you with the aspartame and stuff like that. But the, the ice chewing was driving him crazy. And then Karen said, it's been driving me crazy for years, but I just kind of let you do it because you're driving how and whatever. Does she, this woman is actually a saint. Yeah. How does she not speak up? How long and would how, you last, Kelsey? Five, ten seconds? One crunch. And I'd be like, are you really going <laughs> to, are you going to do that the whole time? Is that going to be a thing? Uh-huh. That's how quickly that would happen. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so the question this morning for you is, is there something like the, the annoying thing that somebody does when you're on a road trip or driving? Oh, yeah. I love my wife. Yeah. I love my wife. Oh, no. Yeah. But... I can't handle her driving on highways. In the city, no problem. She's a good driver. Yeah. But she the speed fluctuation ah. just gets me. I'm sitting there watching the speedometer, like, okay, 140, <laughs> 80, 138, <laughs> 100. Like, I'm like, use the cruise control. And she's just like, usually has a drink in her hand. And she's like, no, I just like hit the pedal. I'm like, clearly, I know you love hitting the pedal. <laughs> That's good for fuel economy. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Everything drives you crazy, so I know this is a loaded question. But Hey, come on. You make me sound like a monster. Travis, okay, what's he do that drives you crazy when you drive? Yeah, any of the chewing, for yeah. sure. Not going to happen. He's not allowed to eat, but you're allowed to eat in the yes, car? Yes, he's learned by now. <laughs> the, my thing is when either hanging out in the left lane when you're not passing, yes. or when you're just sitting behind slow traffic in the right lane when you could pass, and I'm like, mm, open lane there. It's a wide open lane. <laughs> I bet you never backseat drive. Yeah. No, I typically fall asleep immediately he's lucky yeah yeah he probably encourages that to <laughs> yes happen. he does what does the person that you drive with whether it's a long road trip or a short one what do they do, they do that drives you crazy we'd love to hear from you this morning you can call us at 780-421-1039 you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast so when we're on road trips or driving at all i gotta get be a big large a mcdonald's diet cokes get through the fluid quickly so i can chomp on the ice drives everybody with me crazy apparently we're looking for those kind of stories this morning what drives you crazy about people you ride with and christy said my sister drives me nuts we cannot get through a song without her changing the station that is the worst just when you get into the jive of it yeah Uh, yeah. this is great Uh, a text out of edmonton when my husband is driving he turns his hat backwards leans his seat back in his truck and he looks kind of creepy it's a good (laughs) thing we don't drive through school zones i swear he does it because he knows it annoys me so much and when a song comes on, if people can see us and we're in an intersection, he'll just start dancing in his seat while he's driving, hat backwards, seat back. Don't give him the attention and he won't do it. Yeah, that's it. Hey, Ross, what about you? When my wife drives my hot shot truck to Calgary, yeah. I won't let her drive. She scares her shit right out of me because she passes everything that's on the road. <laughs> She's a passer. Comes up behind the vehicle and it's going too slow. She just puts it to the floor and it's gone. Uh-oh. Sounds like an efficient driver to me. Hot shot in the hot shot truck, driving to the hot shot. Oh, no, it's not a truck out on the road that she won't take on. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Back to schools right around the corner. I noticed a um, county of Leduc or Leduc County, uh, they don't go back till like September 4th this year, which seems later than Doesn't- normal. 
But School normally come back after the Labor Day weekend? Well, some, some our kids, when they were in Parkland County, they started before the Labor Day long weekend, always like August 26th or something That like never that. makes so, sense, though. Yeah, I don't know why you'd bother starting till after Labor Day long weekend. But anyway, people are going to be getting ready for that, even just trying to, noticing people going to the Costco parking lot yesterday. It was just like... It was like backed up. I mean, it just that's and it's going to continue to be that way as everybody gets back from uh, holidays and gets back to the regular work. Now, speaking of holidays and traveling, when we were on the road, I love to chew on ice when we're driving, and apparently, it's uh, quite annoying for the other people in the. Can vehicle. I just ask, what do you mean apparently? Like, how are you that unaware of what your actions are going to do to the other people yeah, around sometimes you? Sometimes, maybe I'm oblivious to that. <laughs> that could probably be a word for it. Maybe oblivious. I, I, I guess. don't think ice is that bad. Like. I don't mind the crunch, smacking of ice. Crunch. You're tired. You've been on the road for hours. Crunch. crunch. It's the food noises that bug me, but ice yeah. would be okay. Yeah. All right. So we're looking for your stories. Annoying things that, that uh, will annoy you when you're driving with somebody. Kathy Brown said, my husband doesn't get to drive in the city very often and absolutely blows a gasket every single time the streetlight turns red. It's like it's every a new time. thing for him. What is that <laughs> thing doing red? I, I, I know what that's like, though. That might come with age, I think, right? Don't even get us started on when a train crosses. Oh, oh train crossing. Yeah, you can go from zero to 60. Was, I think I'd cross, but anyway, it's just, it just always seems to be that kind of timing. We're looking for your stories. What annoys you? 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris Jack. And Matt podcast. Uh, anyway, we're, we're here this morning and we really appreciate you you're reaching out as well. Your text messages and phone calls are uh, greatly appreciated. We're talking about uh, road trips because uh, I've been on them and I can drive and drive and drive, but I need a certain thing to help me drive, and that is ice. I need to chew on the ice from the Diet Coke or whatever. I just, uh, the fountain pop, I don't even like the pop out of the bottles anymore. Now, let me get inside the, the cab here for a second and see what it's like. Yeah. Now, do you have the radio playing while you're doing this? Uh, yep. How yep. loud are we talking? Um, I don't know. You're not like it's certainly not drowning out the chewing. No, no, probably not loud enough. That's probably the issue. Let yeah. me check my scorebook. Yeah. yeah, that's annoying. Okay, all right. So we're looking for your annoying things this morning. Yeah, this texture says, I hate traveling pe- with people who have small bladders. I like to get to my destination as quickly as possible. So if I'm not stopping for fuel, you better hold it. I think T's husband can relate. T, you're going to throw yourself under the bus? So the climate control thing that you just mentioned, number one, I'm like, my seat is on, my heated seat is on right now, and my like car is set to 22.5, which is low for me. I like it really hot. My boyfriend likes it, like, blasting cold air. And I'm just like, ah. My most annoying thing is I like to drink a lot. Like, not alcohol, but I just like to drink and keep hydrated, which then leads to multiple bathroom stops everywhere. Oh, you're a multiple stop person. Yes. I love that you're piling on yourself. You're not calling, you're like, I'm an an impossible person to travel with. Yeah. It'll be like, I, I, It'll be like every town and sometimes like stops in the middle because I can't make it from town to town. That's like the I have worst. the bladder of a five-year-old. Yes. Yeah. My, my wife does too. And then she'll say, and she'll feel so guilty. She'll be like, I need a Starbucks, but if I have one coffee, that's going to be it for me. And, and then when exactly. she has one, yeah, she's got literally got the bladder, like a thimble size bladder, right? Like it's like, exactly. it's like, I want to drink a coffee because it's a road trip. You got to have a coffee. You're going to go and you're going to have a great time. And then you drink the coffee five minutes later. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm busted. You'd have a, <laughs> you'd have a bad time with me. Cause I time my breaks like a NASCAR pit crew. Yeah.
You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Youngest uh, cousin actually had a baby over the weekend uh, down in Calgary. Her name is Jenna, and Congrats. she's an awesome person. The baby was 10 pounds, 6 ounces, and uh, it's like crazy. This kind of came out of nowhere. She was kind of, I guess, growing and big, bigger, I guess. I don't know. Karen says, yeah, Jenna was fair size by the time this all came together, but I don't know if Her anybody... pregnancy and birth? <laughs> I know. She just, she had a pretty big... Baby belly, I guess, because she's not a very big person, but a 10 pound, six ounce baby. There's pictures of this baby. And honestly, this little guy, his name is Henry George, and he literally has a head bigger than his dad already. It's like, holy cow. I mean, babies are interesting looking, depending on the baby. Yeah. But he looks like he got stung by a bee. <laughs> like the cutest thing. Is like, a baby just, head like a puppy paw? Like, uh, it, does this mean he's going to be like seven foot I three? Don't, I wonder. Like, you know what? That's a good question, Kelsey. Let's uh, let's ask, you know, do, in your history, was there big babies? I know, my Uncle Ewald, the story was, he was like well over 10 pounds when he was born. And they said that like at six months old, you could sit him up. He'd sit up because he was just so big that he just would, he, could, he had nowhere to fall. He a linebacker. He, he couldn't weeble wobble <laughs> anywhere. I think I was close to 10 pounds, if not 10 pounds when I was born. But that's a good question question do like big babies then turn out to be big big people i don't i don't think i don't think so i don't I, think there's a correlation there i no. think it's just you know some pregnancies some women get but, bigger but trust me like a pound makes a huge difference like the difference between oh, a six guaranteed. pound to a seven pound baby is huge the difference between a six pound and a 10 pound is like well almost twice as big well, when i asked did you did she give birth au natural i don't know it looked like they had like the surgery stuff on like she had like the surgery cap all the gown and, the, and stuff i'm guessing that must have been a c-section i have not heard officially but i'm hoping for her sake matt never would have asked follow-up questions no. but now that his wife is impacted yeah. he's Very like tell curious. me everything about the sam. birth 10 not, pounds that, that baby's almost as big as i am I've, yeah right i've not <laughs> seen sam like lately how is she like does it look like and what do they say do they say this baby's like going to be normal size or going to be a monster? We talked about this uh, while you're gone, but on multiple multiple occasions, people have stopped her now and said, oh, you look like you're about to pop. And she said, I'm two months away. So okay. maybe it's going to be a bigger All right. baby. I just got know? a text at 103939. I was 13 pounds, 4 ounces, and I'm now 6'6". Six six. You were probably 6'4 when you were born. That's crazy. All That's right. a huge kid. Tell us about your big baby stories. We'd love to hear from you this morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kelsey's just shaking her head. We're talking uh, about great big babies this morning. This is awful. This text says, my ex-boyfriend is an identical twin. He was 11 pounds, 3 ounces. His twin was 11 pounds, 9 ounces. More than 22 pounds in your poor mother's belly. One is now 6 foot 7 and 270 pounds. The other is 6, 8 and 360 pounds. Their poor mother has stretch marks from the neck down. It's funny how guys think of that differently. We're like, oh my gosh, these these kid, these guys have to be sports stars. Like, like how lucky are like those LeBron kids? James times two. I just keep like holding my belly. <laughs> All right, Wendy, what about you? My daughter was 10 pounds and three and a half ounces when she was born. And usually they say they triple their weight by a year old. I thought, I, how can a one-year-old be 30 pounds? Right. It was impossible. She, by the time she was a year old, she didn't even weigh 19 pounds. Okay. Lynn, we're talking great big babies. You made me think of a show, Chris. Yeah? You remember Mork and Mindy? Oh, yeah. And about, I think it was the third season when the baby showed up and he was a full-grown man. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just like Will Ferrell in that SNL skit. Yeah. Oh, man, was it hot in there. How's it going, Mom? <laughs> <laughs>
You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I hope you're having a good uh, good day. We're talking about giant babies. Uh, Kelsey just keeps you know shaking her head because uh, my cousin <laughs> had a ten pound six ouncer, which is a it's a giant baby. But we're finding out not in this world. Like there was that eighteen pound one we got, eighteen oh. pound baby. Yeah, yes. some, um, uncle was eighteen five, and then aunt was like fifteen two. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's what? just unacceptable. Like you, <laughs> can, unacceptable? You, you do not get to weigh that much. A little respect for your mother, please. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> this text says, okay, this is just spooky. I was six pounds, five ounces. Right. Now I'm six foot five. Oh, that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> that's from Brett. I think we're finding out that none of this really matters. You no. can come out 18 pounds, end up being 5'5". Five, five, I do remember my mom saying when you're two years old, I can't remember if you double it, you're supposed to look yeah. from like the knee to the yeah, foot and, that, and you, right? you double it or triple it and that's the height you're supposed to be when you're full grown. Yeah. And it worked out perfectly for my sister. My sister is 5'9", yeah. but I got pneumonia when I was in, in kindergarten, oh. so I was supposed to be 5'7", and instead I got stuck at 5'2", three quarters. Oh, she got the black lung. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, last, uh, I guess, on was Saturday night at the Eskimo game. I'll get it straight. Um, being the on-field host, I get word about this uh, proposal thing that's happening and joining us on the line right now. And uh, they felt guilty. Sean says, "Sorry, man, we slept in. This is like basically the uh, the you guys are going to be uh, away from each other for now the next twenty four sleeps. Is that right? W- w- what's the story? We both work oil field, and the way our shifts work out, it only you only get to see four days a month. Oh man, so, so it must be a busy four days. <laughs> Secret well, to a good relationship. Because well, I mean, they got a lot of errands to run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets pretty condensed. Yeah, so well, no wonder you you, you try to you kill two birds with one stone. You go to a football game and do a proposal at the same time, right? I mean, yeah, well, you only have that many days. You got to get it all in. Yeah, actually, that worked. Out. It was a combination. Mallory uh, surprised me with the tickets to the game. Yeah, so you thought you'd surprise her. So I'm the on-field host, and they say, hey, uh, and again, there's a million requests for this kind of stuff. Like, they could literally do probably 19 proposals a game, right? 19 proposals, 55 birthdays, 95 anniversaries, and we just leave the football game to some other day. You know, we could... but. <laughs> But but this is kind of that one special time when it happens. So I go up into section Z, uh, row one, seats thirteen and fourteen, and we're going to surprise her, Mallory, with the, the surprise of a lifetime with this proposal. And I kind of look at you, and you look nervous. Yeah, uh, you looked at me, and I gave you the, like the we're going in for war or something. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of buddies going over the top. I gave you the yeah. nod, and we were good to go. You start with going, okay, it's time for the kiss cam. I'm on the big camera screen there and I go sir would you like to start it off and you just get down on one knee right in front of Mallory so what happens then <laughs> I just kissed him because I was hiding from the camera and I, was <laughs> I don't even remember saying anything really it is I didn't have a plan of what to say or do so when, when you showed up I just well this is it yeah, I saw the replay. It was more like burp, 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 and she kissed you, and that was it. <laughs> no, you let the ring do the talking. Yeah. I can respect that. And yeah, what? Yeah, and, and what a ring! Everybody on Facebook, you can see the video now. Is like, holy cow, what a ring! Yes, Mallory, did you suspect anything? No, especially not that. No. <laughs> How long have you guys been together? Just about two years. Okay. All right, so it's time. We've we've known each other for ten years, though. Yeah. 
Well, the most adorable part was you were just, the, the, the tears were just streaming out of your eyes. <laughs> I jokingly said, normally the guys don't cry till about 25 years after marriage. <laughs> You don't have to laugh, guys. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> but I mean, your emotion. I was tearing up. A camera guy says, he says, I had a tear rolling down my left eye. It's like, what is going on here? We're at a football game. Uh, emotions run heavy. They do. Uh, Eskimo fans love love. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for uh, uh, you know doing that. It truly was one of the most the coolest things I've ever had a chance to do and I've been doing that for like over 10 years and it was just it was really special and like I said on Facebook uh, I said sometimes you can just tell it's going to work out and it's absolutely going to work out so you will get the chance to know what I'm talking about after 25 years Sean absolutely we'll be in the area yeah no that's especially beautiful. when you only spent four days together <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say thank you for, for helping me out because I have yeah, absolutely wouldn't happen without your guys' input yeah. and uh, making it happen that way. I'll, I'll, go, just... I'll go to war with you anytime, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Band of Brothers, you two. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching a lot of Vikings lately. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You get out of your regular routine and you start maybe uh, observing and doing things you wouldn't normally do, especially if you've got uh, some uh, younger people on the trip with you. For example, uh, my friend BK and uh, Brandon Kelly was with me and it was awesome. And and uh, one day, all of a sudden, he just grabs his phone and runs off. I'm like, where did Brandon go? And he said, oh, he went to go play HQ Trivia. And I'm like, what is HQ Trivia? I had not heard of this thing. And I went from not hearing about it to being addicted to it in literally five minutes because I watched him play the first time. I got the app, and basically twice a day, this thing happens. Are either you two on this yet, or what? I downloaded this weekend, in fact. Yeah, just just on just by chance. I I, I saw it somewhere, maybe it was Twitter, and I was like, oh, I remember that thing, so yeah. I was going to give it a shot. I missed every game, but still. Yeah. I was told that. The first time you hear about it, you're like, I've never even heard HQ. Yeah. And now that you've heard about it, yeah. you are going to see headlines everywhere. You're going to see it on Twitter. Right. You're going to see it it's everywhere. everywhere. The, cool, the cool thing is, and maybe cool or not so cool, is like your phone gives you a warning and says it's about to go live and you just click on it. And basically, you know, twice a day, and you can win money. And they ask these uh, questions and they um, get... A lot of money. Well, it all depends. Like last night, there was a $25,000 jackpot, but it was split between 900 people. So they each got 36 bucks. But it doesn't cost you a cent to play it, and uh, it's silly because I've I started to play it, and I've, I've anyway last night it was a you had to ask answer fifteen multiple choice questions in a row to be a part of that thirty six dollar jackpot, and the questions get harder as they go along. But it's actually fun. Last night there was like seven hundred fifty thousand people playing around the world, right? So you can see how many people get eliminated every right question. every time. So the fun part is like to see how many people get eliminated in the first couple of really simple questions, right? It's just like all of a sudden like five thousand people will not answer and sometimes i wonder if they're not just being silly by doing that. but there's also like you're in panic mode even yeah. if it's like what's pointy the ocean or the mountains it's you're like true. oh my gosh just hit a button it's true and you can't you can't like you answer incorrectly you can't change that And you got like three seconds to answer these questions and uh anyway text us at 103939 or give us a call 780-421-1039 do you play are you addicted to hq trivia have you actually won yet i, I have you won cash no 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 i but i've but i've done but uh, sometimes i'm 
guessing. I'll be honest with you. There's like three questions. Some of them are just like complete guesses. How many questions have you gone through? I've got well. Last night I got to ten out of the fifteen, which was that's pretty good. Uh, which was pretty good. Down to the wire. I've How many people? Ten were out left? of twelve. There was yeah, there was only like nine thousand of us left. So you go, hey, I'm one of the nine thousand smartest people on the planet, or smartest people playing HQ, or luckiest because I did guess on a couple of those questions. And they have a live person like asking you the questions. Don't yeah, they? A live host. I've yes. only seen the one host apparently, and uh, yeah, he's he's very talented at what he does, but it's. It's kind of it's kind of creepy. It's kind of weird, but you, if you haven't done it yet, uh, yeah, it's free money, exactly, and, and it's free brain benders. If you could get thirty six bucks, like yeah, exactly. But I mean, sometimes you only be get rich. three dollars depending on the jackpot. And I don't know where they're getting this money from either. Like sponsors. I, but uh, yeah, I don't. I didn't see any sponsors. Were there any on ads? It, but, no, I didn't see any ads on it yet. But I think they're going to get us everybody addicted to it. It's going to be like YouTube, and once they do. Then the sponsors will come. They'll right? show you a thirty-second ad mid-roll. And I was thinking, of course, on my holidays, I'm like, could I not figure out a country music way? Because they have sports ones you can do. You can do like, could you do like a country music one? I don't know, but anyway, not Seth, fair. Yeah. Oh, HQ's pretty fun, says a texter. Good luck winning. It's all by luck. The announcer, Scott's the most annoying person ever. He is annoying, but I have to, he's talented. <laughs> he's talented at being annoying. How can you be both? Huh? You can be <sighs> talented and annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> dot dot dot. HQ trivia. Anyway, I've just, I, I'm just I'm going to say either try it or if, don't because you'll just get addicted and then it'll show up on your phone and then you'll be. I, I was about to introduce the Eskimos on Saturday night and my phone went. HQ is about to go live and I'm like, hmm, maybe the Eskimos. Can I don't need this Eskimo job that much. They could wait in the tunnel, huh? <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Well, we were talking earlier in the show about uh, road trips and how when I drive for long periods of time, I got to stop at every McDonald's and get a large uh, Diet Coke because not necessarily for the Diet Coke, but the ice. I chew on the ice as I drive along, and that is apparently is quite an annoying habit to have. You're a monster. Yeah, for most of the people <laughs> in the vehicle, they're not big fans. And then we got talking about, about annoying habits, and one of them was people that have to stop and go pee all the time. People don't like that. Matt, when you get in the road, you you don't gotta believe go. in stopping. No stopping. All right. Well, here's a man who really doesn't believe in it. He's got a million names, Cobra, Honda, Lyle, Kyle, uh, whatever you want to call him. Uh, anyway, the bottom line is Kyle Armitage is with us. Tell us your story about your pee break. I had a, a 92 Grand Marquis that someone had given me, and I was heading up to Peace River to see my grandma. So the, the highway was pretty quiet, so I didn't think I really needed to stop for a pee break. So I had this empty uh, iced tea jug in there. I thought that would work pretty good. So I started doing uh, my business. I forgot I zip-tied the seat down because it uh, rocked a little bit. So I was leaning back, and the zip-ties broke. And it flipped me back into the back seat, and I had it on cruise control. So the car was kind of ghost-riding the car there for a bit. Uh, so anyway, luckily no one was around, but I, I got back in the front there and got the seat up, and... Uh, and uh, kept her on the road. Managed to stay dry too. The whole well, that time. was that was the question I was going to ask. Because like I'm just thinking of the physics of the whole thing. Like seat goes back. That means the jug's going to go back too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I managed to stay dry anyway. That was the yeah. important thing. And the emergency pinch off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. You can't say that. <laughs> 
<laughs> this, yeah, do, this totally reminds me of that. You know, what does a redneck say just before he dies? Hold my beer. Watch Hold my pee jar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.